Welcome to the Essence of Life podcast. I am Letitia Aligrand, here to help you live the abundant, balanced life. A false balance is an abomination unto God and getting wisdom, which is the respect and acknowledging of the Lord, along with understanding, is the true key to successfully navigating this life. So tune in daily for this wisdom and inspiration with new episodes Mondays and Fridays. And let's balance your spirituality, health, relationships, finance, and personal development. Sebon sounds good. For those of you who have been asking about how to make a contribution towards my show, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Netisha Ali Grant for more details. Welcome back everybody to the Essence of Life podcast. Always a pleasure to welcome you back to another episode. It's always a pleasure for me to say these words to you. Welcome back to the Essence of Life. I want you to know that on the Essence of Life podcast, every listener, you are appreciated. You are awesome. You are amazing. You are powerful. You are great. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you have what it takes within you through the glory of God and the power of God to achieve great things, especially the abundantly balanced life. Seba? sounds good in this episode we're going to be talking about demonic possession yes demonic possession now remember i have been saying this countless times over and over i repeat it every chance i get that we are triad beings which means we are mind body and spirit mind body and spirit mind body and spirit yes so my question to you and you know i like asking these questions what relationship is your spirit in that's the question because you have your mind your body and your spirit so your spirit is in communion is in relationship with someone or a being the question i want to know is do you know exactly who that is okay can you tell if your spirit is in communion or relationship with god your creator Or can you tell if your spirit is in communion with demonic spiritual forces? Let's find out. Hope this episode can bring some clarity to you. And hey, it's nothing to be afraid of. For the Lord does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And one of the things, one of the spirits that the devil likes to use to possess people and to influence people is the spirit of fear. So don't you let him do that to you. Say bye sounds good all right so let's just do a quick definition of demonic possession demonic possession is being influenced or controlled by something such as an evil spirit so being influenced or controlled like you're just thinking i'm not myself something is wrong with me like what is going on and maybe your family might tell you there's a change or they might make certain remarks towards you and tell you that whatever you're doing it's not normal maybe you want to go to your pastor and check it out i'm not telling you that this is the only reason why you could be feeling the way you do but it's better to check all your options right right okay so let's get into the scripture i'm going to talk about some examples of 
demonic possession because there are a few of them in the Bible. Our favorite book. <laughs> yes, so there are a few of them in the Bible. And it is important for us to get uh, a better understanding as to what it really is. So let's get into that. The first scripture that I want to read to us in reference to getting examples of demonic possession. And I want you to pay attention to the behavior of the people who were possessed by demons. So that is one of the ways you can discover a little more and have a better understanding as to what demonic possession is and what it does to a person. So Matthew 8, 28 to 34 says this, Jesus casts out demons. When he arrived at the other side in the country of Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men coming out of the tombs met him. They were so extremely fierce and violent that no one could pass by that way. And then they screamed out, What do you want? What business do you have in common with each other, son of God? Have you come to torment us before the appointed time of judgment? Some distance from them, a large herd of pigs were grazing. The demons began begging him, which is Jesus. If you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, go. So they came out of the men and went into the pigs. And the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and died in the water. The herdsmen ran away and went to the city and reported everything, including what had happened to the men under the power of demons. So some key points here. First of all, the behavior of these men. Immediately they identified Jesus. They identified the light and the power that was in Jesus. And what did it bring upon them? It brought upon them fear because they humbled themselves before Jesus and asked him, what business do you have with us? What do you want from us before our, our time of judgment comes? And then they know that Jesus has the power to remove them from the two men that they had possessed that they said to him if you're going to do it hey send us into the pigs because that's the behavior of demons they always want a place to go they always want something for them to inhabit a body rather so if you open these doors they would be very happy to come in <laughs> all right so this is one of the examples of demonic possession in the bible and i'm going to read another one to you and that's also in matthew but chapter 12 verses 22 through 237 then they brought him a demon possessed man who was blind and mute so in the first instance the demon possessed men were acting with a lot of vengeance a lot of anger they were shouting, they were screaming, they were aggressive, they were bringing upon fear upon people. But in this situation, the demon-possessed person was blind and mute. This comes more to a physical form of demonic possession and sometimes demons could make you sick. Yes, that is true. So it limits their ability to see. So they were blind. Well, he was blind. It limits his ability to speak. So he was mute. And Jesus healed him, of course, so that he could both talk and see. 
all the people were astonished and said, Could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said otherwise, which is they went on to call Jesus the devil because they say he is the only way to cast out devils is to be a devil yourself. And that's why sometimes people confuse deliverance ministries because they think that it is a ritual, it's obia or something evil because of the abilities of the pastors or the ministers in that ministry to be able to tell demons that they must leave the person's body all right but jesus lets them know that hey if i was on satan's side a kingdom that is divided cannot stand like why would i if satan put somebody there why would i want to take them out? that's contrary that's like an oxymoron <laughs> i love jesus because he always had a really good answer a really good rebuttal for the people now one of the most interesting things i want you and us to understand is after a demonic deliverance has taken place it is very important for this person to give their heart to god it's very important for this person to have a relationship with god it's very important for this person to allow god to now occupy the temple to now take his rightful place in their hearts and i am going to tell you why this is so significant still in the book of matthew in chapter 12 verses 43 to 45 it says this now when the unclean spirit the demon aka has gone out of a man it roams through waterless dry arid places in search of rest but it does not find it so you see the demons when jesus removed them from the people the two men they wanted to go into the pigs remember they want to find another place if they are not killed or destroyed by the fire of the holy spirit they are going to want to search and find something else so they go and search in arid dry places for rest but they do not find it what do you think they're gonna do then in verse 44 it says i will return to my house from which i came and when it arrives it finds the place unoccupied swept and put in order what does that mean i'm coming right back to that 45 then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits so that is that demon that was removed plus seven others so that's a total of ding 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 eight demons there's a lady an elder lady in our church and she said what am i gonna do with eight demons mean i go back in the world <laughs> i love her so much for that then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself and they go in and make their home there and the last condition of that man becomes worse than the first so will it also be with this wicked generation and jesus was talking there about what would happen but i want us to to take verse 44 a little bit deeper it says when the demon leaves the person when it has been commanded to leave it goes in search and if it doesn't find it knows of a place that it's going to come back and check to see if, you know, hey, are you clean? Can I come in? And what does it mean when it says, I will return to my house from which I came? When it arrives, it finds the place unoccupied. Unoccupied means that your heart is not the dwelling place of God. So when you are possessed by a spirit 
an evil spirit and your pastor or your ministers cast that spirit out and that spirit decides let me check back you know to see if anybody else occupando <laughs> yes if anybody else occupied that apartment and it comes and it does not find god's presence in your heart if god's presence is not occupying it that demon is coming back and it's not just coming back alone it's bringing seven others with it and the seven others plus itself which is eight demons inside of you and you become worse far worse than you were when that one demon was extracted now i want you to understand which person which being which supreme supernatural being is your spirit in communion with it's the same question i asked you in the beginning of this episode and i'm asking you now which being because there are two key ones see the god the creator of the universe and everything therein or the fallen angel lucifer and his demons so let me ask you does god live in your heart has he fully occupied your heart so that if you had to go through demonic deliverance that when he comes in that he can find it clean and ready to be consumed by his fire and his supernatural power so that you can go forth and live the abundantly balanced life that he promised you to live that he came for you to live where he says that if you tell demons to leave they can leave and if you lay hands on the sick they will be healed and that if you try to even consume poison that it will not harm you is that power the fruits of the spirit of god is it resonating within you is it coming out of you are you bearing these fruits and this is the important question it's time for some really deep soul searching the place is getting extremely extremely hot and a lot of us don't like to hear the story about heaven and hell because we think that Christians are using this to instill fear and to enslave people. But if you pay attention to the world, if you pay attention to the news and everything that is happening, the world is really going to a place similar to the pre-Noahic age when man began to contend with God and moved further and further away from God. You are not created to be by yourself. You are not created to own and run yourself. You were created by God and for God and for his purpose in your life. He designed you. An iPhone or a Samsung producer company whatever they are, they know what they set their products to do, what they set their phones to do. So when you have them in your hands, their manufacturer know the purpose that they serve that's why they can give you a manual they can give you a breakdown of all the features it's the very same thing when you have an issue with these phones you take them back to the very people who are knowledgeable about the production of these phones and these items and i'm using phones because it's a very common example you take it back to them so that they could fix it and they could deal with it and they could tell you what's wrong with it Why is it that so many of us are going further and further away from God who's the one that created us and manufactured us and put the divine purpose within us to be fulfilled. So again, I'm asking you. 
your spirit who is your spirit in communion with and if you have ever experienced demonic possession and you have been delivered from it the best advice that i could give you is to seek and establish a relationship with god because if you do not let god occupy your heart that demon is going to bring some company and at that point it's going to be way more difficult than it was before so this is what i would like to share with us in this episode i hope that it blesses you and i hope that i've done my best in speaking the truth in love as much as possible whatever it is however you choose to respond i am going to speak the truth and allow the spirit of god to use me as his mouthpiece because i am his vessel he created me for this very purpose and i am going to walk in every bit of anointing that he created for me thank you so much for joining me on the essence of life podcast i pray i pray i pray that you will be getting the wisdom from God the discernment from God to know who's possessing your spirit and if it is not God that you will find his grace and favor to get that out of you and that you can make space and room for God to come in and inhabit and take full control see you next time on the essence of life podcast god bless you bye bye For those of you who have been asking about how to make a contribution towards my show, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Natisha Ali Grant for more details. Whether you're on your daily commute, at the gym, or doing your chores, tune in to the Essence of Life podcast for great inspirational life lessons and learn just why you should have a personal relationship with your creator. Relationships run the world. Make sure you're in the right ones. I am Natisha Ali Grant, citizen of the Kingdom of Heaven, wife of a spirited pastor, worship leader, mother, and content creator. I partner with my husband to manage our church in All Saints Antigua while creating inspirational and educational content. I inspire others through my blog Young and Christian and my podcast The Essence of Life. Recently published my first book and in the process of writing another. I have also been an educator for over 15 years and now run my own academy providing a range of services such as proofreading, English courses, lesson plans, curriculum guides, and reading classes. If you like this show, why not get connected as it's only going to get bigger. Seba bon, sounds good. <laughs>